to them um, now that you know a little bit of the story. I'll leave that up to you guys to decide. Um, you return to the the central chamber. Lug will at least pull out one of those like little napkins that you get at a restaurant or something and hands it to Rad. It's not as good as a hanky, but it'll probably do for the moment. <laughs> <laughs> a wet nap. <laughs> you get buffalo wings over there. Yep. Now, if we get Buffalo Wild Wings as a sponsor, that would make my life. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, man. Um, I'm done with that. Uh, Brought to you in part this week by the Habanero Mango. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let me try the Habanero Mango. It's delicious. All right. <laughs> yes, Wingstop is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I can't believe how easy it is to treat my character on D&D Beyond. It's simple, efficient, and makes everything so easy. I know, it's almost as with little effort, we all had a character. <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> uh, you are faced with the same chamber as before, the same central area as before, trapdoor is still shut. Uh, as far as you know, the rat is still down there getting down with some, some goblin. Um, and the the tower um, to the west awaits you. So what do you want to do? Alright, well, uh, now they're there, now it's just a party. Ren has dropped the axe. He's like, well, we might need that dead goblin for proof later. Fine, but I'll give you that, but we're going to try to talk to him first. Okay? This worst case scenario, if I gotta go in there, uh, uh, I will be wearing a goblin. Okay? Sounds about right. <laughs> you do you do what you gotta do. They stop stuff. He's like, oh my god, I'm talking like them. Like, that was, that was a fun NPC. I didn't realize that was going to be so much fun until I got into it. Um, she was good. I got to keep note of that one. Okay, so you approach the tower. Um, there is no door, like in terms of having to check for traps or anything. There is just an opening. You see, uh, once you go through, there are stairs going up into the tower, and there are stairs going down below. Oh, um, what do you guys? Think, do what, are we going to go down or up? Well, well, while we decide, can I propose we take a short rest so I can roll some hit die? <laughs> sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Enough. We don't want to get sued. I just, I just gave the face. I know, I know that face won't like shop. <laughs> like, damn you for doing that. <laughs> I don't want Jeopardy coming for us. <laughs> hey, man. Jeopardy, they can stand up on my neck. Sweet. Yeah, and so you, uh, you hear like like weird noises coming from the tower um, during the hour rest, but um, there's no there's no action. I think it's. Uh, as as restless as uh, as restless as a rest can be, <laughs> um, just because of the anxiety of like something might come, but nothing does. 
Right. Sound like the noise is more upward or downward. Uh, yeah. Uh, with the echoing, it's hard to tell. Oof. Can't split the party. So nope. Don't think about it. Don't do it, though. Well, my, I would suggest downwards first, because we did have a hint of a, drag, a goblin before that was downward. So... As decisionist, I will take a vote. Okay. Ben, what do you think? I say we check up first and then work down. Up first. Ren, what do you think? We already know there's death downstairs, so up first. Okay. And I'm going to go upstairs. (laughs) So, doesn't matter what the final vote is. Okay. Going upstairs. All right. Okay, but again, we have agreed. We see goblins. I get to talk first. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Okay. Would you take like take the lead on this? I don't like being out of the shadows, but I will for you. That means that means a lot to me. Yeah, I understand that. If it was any other person, I'd say no. <laughs> oh, probably if it was Red, I'd say yes as well. But if we'll someone throws some, if someone throws catnip or laser pointer, I can't guarantee not jumping in front. Okay, up we go. Don't give the DM ideas. <laughs> yeah, wait to see a D and D laser pointer. I just I just searched <laughs> for a laser pointer on D and D Beyond. How did you know? <laughs> There's both very it makes it so much easier to search for yeah, it's on D and D Beyond. It's in the Unearthed Arcana, actually. No. He's got a plus two rod of beaming. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I uh, you descend the first uh, flight um, coming into. Uh, so at the first, the top, at the end of the first floor, yes, thank you. Uh, there's a door into that level of the tower, and then the stairs also continue up. Do you want to investigate the first floor or continue up? Do we want to investigate? investigate? Yeah, let's investigate. I mean, yeah, yes, Okay. You uh, open the door, um, and you see uh, three goblins uh, that you've caught completely off guard. Luck says in Goblin, hello. <laughs> so one of them was sitting at sitting down at a table with his feet up, and uh, seeing the giant bugbear come in and say hello, he uh, he's so startled he falls backwards, um, often falls backwards onto the floor and is is prone. The other two are um, also shocked. They they pull uh, their scimitars out. And they say, uh, what are you doing here? Who are you? Well, the name is Lug. And if you put the blades down, we can have a conversation. Uh, uh, Do you want to make any kind of check for that? An intimidation check, maybe? Oh, yes. I'll try that. I was just (laughs) hoping to see what would happen if they respond. Yeah, they're... We gotta put something okay, behind that, it. That is uh, 15 plus 3, so 18. Uh, 18. Okay, so they uh, they kind of look at each other and they both start to lower their scimitars, but they're not really sure about this. Um, 
like maybe you're like somebody sent you somebody like maybe their boss sent you like are you a new guy are you here to fire us like what's going on and so they they would say to you uh what kind of conversation what do you mean well one and um, that ends with you living Whoa. uh their demeanor doesn't change with that, but they're like, what What kind of, con- what do you mean? What do you mean? I don't want to fight you. I want to talk. The one that had been prone uh, scrambles back up to his feet and says, also pulling up its scimitar, says, okay, so start talking. Now, I hear that you and the nasty kobolds are having some problems. They're like, yeah, that's like a, they're like a bad infestation. Now, I hear... They might be willing to make a deal, and I could work as middleman if I could find an Aggie. So you say you hear them say Aggie, or they hear you say Aggie, and they they're like they're confused. So they would they would know that there's no deals to be made with with the kobolds, and that uh, Aggie was taken for a reason. But I'm not sure how they would how they would communicate that to you. So I I think they would say deals with the with a with those rats. There's no deals with them. How else do you think you're gonna get rid of them? You gotta have some bait. We get rid of them by killing them all and killing that obnoxious woman that they call their queen. You want to make a deal with that beast? They say, boss has plans. You're not the boss. And I'm okay with that. You tell me where the boss is, I can go talk to him then. Downstairs. Okay. Thank you kindly. Uh, which one should I tell the boss did a good job? <laughs> they... <laughs> they don't say anything. They're not going to answer that. Can I have your name so I can uh, send the customer service? <laughs> <laughs> And our, I want to give a good survey. You are awesome. And are are contemplating attacking, actually. Look, um, like at that point, just kind of like their non-response just goes out and closes the door. Okay, so you as when you close the door, you hear them start arguing with each other immediately about whether or not they should come and kill you. Um, okay, <laughs> good news and some bad news, and he's saying this in common. Uh, well, the boss is downstairs. We got three in here that are wanting to attack. So we can either do the whole hold the door until someone tries to pull it, and then we let go. They all fall over, knock themselves prone. Down. Maybe we get the upper hand. Something like that. Or we can keep going up upwards. Uh, let's go up one floor and wait to see if they go downstairs. Good plan. <laughs> yeah, that way they notify who the boss, and they notify the boss, and we have everybody coming for us. Great plan. <laughs> hey, well, look at it this size. If we lose, we got a dead body to give to the Cobalt Queen, and worst case scenario, we have the higher ground, and if you can at worst case, when I die, roll me down there and kill them. <laughs> 
you do realize that's what we're what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This, this is Plan F. Plan F. I wonder plan. what F stands for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. For Fubar. Oh, so, so you guys have this. I I imagine you having this argument as you're walking up the stairs, <laughs> announcing yes. your presence to the whole tower. Um, you get to the second floor uh, and looking down the stairs, you see the door from the first floor open up, and two of um the goblins go out and go down the stairs. Also, when the when the door is open, you hear a, a voice inside calling out in common, just saying like, uh, "Help! Help!" And the other two okay. two goblins go charging down the stairs. Should we go after that help? No. We go after the ones going down the stairs. Yeah, because now we have advantage on them. Good plan. So we will follow the ones going downstairs. Yeah. So we'll push comes to shove, at least we can put a dagger in the back of their head. Allegedly. Theoretically. <laughs> Possibly. We'll see. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you guys, uh, ignoring the cries on the first floor for help, you go down, descend the stairs, chasing after the two goblins, two of the three goblins that abandon their post to go try to alert their leader. And you, the stairs going down are a a tight spiral staircase going down. Uh, There are no landings, so it's not like one level down, two levels down like that. You're just going uh, down, down, down. Um, Yeah, continuous spiral down into the ground. There is this, uh, the deeper you go, there is this uh, unnatural light that starts to emit almost from the stone itself that doesn't seem natural to you. You get down and the the stairway dumps out into an, another large makeshift throne room. <laughs> uh, only this one is not full with 50 goblins. Um, you see the two... Um, who had come down. Uh, there are another two at the end of the... at the opposite end of the room, and you see um, a hobgoblin okay. standing there. Um, There's the boss. Bigger bigger than the others. And there is a, uh, a third goblin. But this one is, is dressed differently. Um, the, the two that you were chasing down were wearing like basic leather armor. Two of the ones... But like flanking the boss are also in that leather armor. There's a third um, who is wearing like simple robes, um, like pulled tight with a uh, like a hood cloak up, um, and they see you, and they are all immediately alarmed. Um, and the two that you're following, that you're chasing down there, are are like yelling, "Chief, chief, we saw a bugbear." Hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lug, Lug says hello. And one of them screams, <laughs> like just <laughs> completely startled, like ah! <laughs> um, and so all the goblins round on you, and the the chief at the opposite end, she she looks at Lug, and she says, "Speak fast if you want to live." Well, I'm okay with talking here for right now. Uh. Apparently, you're having some trouble here that I'd like to help out with. She she says, we don't require any help from you. Why? Do you not think that 
additional people would be more? Because I would think <laughs> a four would be beneficial. Because four plus four, that equals eight. She is like this disgusted look comes over her face. And she she sees the rest of the party coming through, presumably. Since you're mentioning four, you're doing the simple math for her. And uh, at the sight of of Ben, and I'm not sure how they would react to to Bing either. But I know that they they would not like Renthrall. I don't think that goblins and high elves historically have gotten along. <laughs> she would say, "You are a you are a traitor to your kind." Uh, and then she she points to the guards and she says, uh, "Kill them, make it quick." Ah, that's, that's never gonna happen, quick. Roll initiative. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's a good roll. Finally, for once, finally, twenty-one, seventeen. Okay, Bing, twenty-one. Ben, seventeen. Eighteen. Okay. Ren, 18. Lug? Uh, uh, 16 plus 3, so 19. Okay. They are going to have two slots here. Okay, so uh, combat starts. You see the goblin who is wearing the robes um, retreat out of the room immediately. Headed down uh, another set of stairs going deeper into the tower. Um the the four guards uh, move first. The two that were on the opposite side of the room will use their turn just to charge at you, um, and that's it. The two that were coming into the room, uh, one of them uh, had screamed, and I think will miss his turn because of that. So the one who does get to do something in this round spins around and charges at, at Lug, because he's the one that he would recognize first. Um, and probably angry for not trying to kill him when he had the chance, uh, makes his attack, and that's a 15 to hit. That misses? Okay, that misses. So the scimitar, scimitar shot goes wide. Um, so that's their turn. Bing is up next. Okay, so we'll attack the closest. Uh-huh. Um, we're going to go with... Oh, something here. Right. Still have the two daggers, so go to attack with dagger. It's a 14 plus 7, 21. Um, that hits. Yeah, we scared there for a second. No, sorry, I just had to. <laughs> that's right. No, I'm trying to. That's a 1 plus 5, so that's 6 damage. Okay. And uh, I'll take my second bone uh, action. Okay. Ooh, 17 plus 7, so 24. That hits. And I don't get the modifier, so just a 1d4. So it's a 4 damage. Okay. But I do have... It's both within 5 feet, so I should have sneak attack, right? Um, It doesn't matter. <laughs> it do, <laughs> yeah, at this point, um, you have yes. the the goblin that just attacked Lug um, is dead. Okay. Okay. Done. So, Lug, you're up. Uh, a goblin just tried to attack you and missed, and then Bing dove in from behind you and killed it. Killed the one that attacked you. Well, this seems like a case where now it's three against four. Yeah. Get talk, you know, which he's doing for the free action. Okay. Yeah. You say that, and uh, the the goblin chief in the back of the room says three against well four against four. Now, 
fool. Uh, and there are plenty more where these peons came from. Oh, you're going to insult your... Oh, okay. You're going to insult the people that are dying for you? Okay, it is on now. <laughs> and Lud brings out his Otokachi, his greatsword. And we'll start, start swinging it at the nearest one. Okay. Okay. That is a 17 plus 4. So I think that's a 21 to hit. Yep, that hits. And that would be a 2d6. 4 plus 2. 2 plus 2. That would make it 8. And uh, would you count it as this creature has been surprised? Uh, sure. Okay, so that's an extra 2d6 damage. Okay. Okay, that's a three and a one. So, so four twelve in total. Yep. Okay. Um. And that was a. You said a great sword. Yes. Okay. Um. You bring your great sword down. Um. And it just crushes the goblin. Um. And it goes down dead. So the the two that had run down the stairs to warn them about your approach are both dead now. Good. What does the kind of like eyes from the at the fingers? To the hobgoblin, just like it's on now, and it's his turn. <laughs> okay, Ren, you're up next. All right, uh, let's see. So we have there's two down, mm-hmm. two left. Uh, besides the dude in the robes, where is the other one in relation to where Ren is? It had been standing next to a, a makeshift throne at that All edge right. of the room um, when you had when you came in. She had uh, stood up, um, pulled out her her long sword, and preparing to battle. Okay, so she is within about how many feet? Uh, fifty feet. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to use a range attack, you got to get closer. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna dash in a little bit. Uh huh. To get within twenty feet, and we're gonna throw a dagger. Okay. And that dagger ain't going nowhere because that's an eight. Okay, dagger so goes. So it goes wide, I guess. Yep. Okay. Uh, is that your turn? Uh, that. Unless I can opportunity. No, that's it. No. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Now. All right, Ben, you're up. All right, let me check something here real quick. All right, bonus action. I'm going to place Hexblade's curse on the hobgob the hobgoblin leader. Mm-hmm. One minute, one for short rest, bonus action. I'll move within 30 feet in order to do it. Okay. So I'll get a plus two bonus to my damage rolls and score a critical hit on a 19 or a 20. And okay. I'll gain HP if and when the creature dies. So I'm going to Eldritch Blast it. Okay. And are you attacking, you're attacking the chief? I'm attacking the chief. Okay. 16? Nope. Ah, oof, oof. <laughs> um, I still have the Hexblade's curse on her, though. Okay, so does that affect anything on her turn? Uh, all it uh, all it does is put the curse on them and gives me gives me bonuses. It doesn't do anything to her. Okay, is Other she waiting for me to make the hit? Would she be aware that this 
that she's had the spell put on her? Uh, it doesn't say whether they do or not. Okay. Well, I'll make a, a check for her then. Uh, just a simple... Because there's no, sa- there's no saving throw or anything for and, it. Yeah. Yeah, she does not know what just happened to her. Um, so, uh, so that's your turn. So she will use her movement to get up. And so she's had a blast that missed and a dagger that missed. Um, but I think, well, I think she would probably go after Ren first. I mean, he attacked her first. So, uh, she takes a swing with her long sword and rolls a six. Uh, so that's not going to work. Curses herself there. Um, and that's her turn. Uh, the two other goblins are up next. They, uh, continue their charge towards Lug and uh, Bing. Um, one on Lug, one on Bing. So that is a 10 on Lug and a crit on Bing. <laughs> uh, of course. Of course. Of course. Uh, so uh, that is 10 damage. Wait, uh, what level are we at again? Two. Two? Oh, whoops. So, luckily, <laughs> that's not all that damage. Okay. Because <laughs> if I was level one, it would be. <laughs> I am well, still up. Like I said, this is about proving your commitment to Acquisitions Incorporated um, and your willingness I, to. Uh, hey, listen, it's, it was close, but I'm <laughs> still up. Okay, that's their turn. Uh, you're up next, Bing. Okay, so the one just attacked me. Uh huh. I'm mad now. It's not cool. Not cool at all. So we're going to go with uh, the Daggers of Hell. So they just decided to call them. <laughs> First one is 14 plus 7, 21. That hits. D4 plus 5. That's 9 damage. Uh, okay, that one goes down. And it's the second one within reach. Yeah, sure. Thanks. That's ha, that's twenty two. That hits. D four plus five. So that's eight plus my sneak attack, which gives me twelve. So twelve damage on that one. That that one goes down too. Um. So you have you have Sorry. beaten both of the. Oh, you've beaten all four of the the goblin guards. Um, all that remains is the chief, um, and she is not showing any signs of yielding just yet. Um, Lug, you're up. Um, it would take a, it, it will take a full turn for you to make it um, to her, movement wise. Unless you have something you could throw. I mean, you do have those arrows, so yes. Um, like, are you okay with like Lug just like slams the blade, kind of like? No, that would be a full action to do that. Probably. Uh, are you good with just like him to just like have an arrow to come out of his hand? Um, I don't. Mi- I don't mind having, having like pulling the crossbow and, and loading. I. I mean, I. I'm not a big it's stickler already, for using it's that. It's already been loaded. Yeah, like, you can you can pull it out and shoot. That's fine. <laughs> Does a twenty-seven hit then? Uh, yes, a twenty-seven hits. Okay, so that would be uh, 2d6 plus 10, since that was a 20. Okay. No, I was confirming. 
Oh wait, so so oh so you crit. Uh, so yeah, crits you double the dice, but you keep the modifier the same. Right. So it it couldn't be. In a one. Okay. So that would be uh uh plus three, so that would be uh. So it's ten. Ten. Okay. Yeah. So uh, an arrow pierces her armor. Um, she lets out a yell, pain. <laughs> sure. Where what do we want to use here? Okay. Yeah, there is uh um so the arrow hits her, um you see her yell out in pain, and then there is this like smoking like coming from her armor, and uh she she kind of yelps surprised that by this. But there this time there is no like it's not like with the, the tree or the twig blight, right? Um, something happened here, but we're not sure what. Good. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I got a dumb idea. Would you be okay with uh, something uh, ball bearings being tossed? That that would. I don't think that would be a bonus. Then okay. Then my turn is over. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, ben is up. All right. I'm going to eldritch blast again. Okay. Ah, nine. Nope, that misses. Um, okay. Uh, so she, now that uh, uh, Lug is within range of her, um, she is going to charge at you. And let's see what happens. Uh, that is a 21 to hit. Yes. All right. And eight damage. Okay. How you doing? Oh, I'm at half. Okay. Now I'm a little past half. Okay. Um. So that's her turn. Uh. The guards are out, so they're they're done. Um. Bing is up. Whew. I want to attack the the, the one that just went after our beloved bugbear. Mm-hmm. And keeping it simple, just do the two dagger attack. So. First one, it's 22. And that will hit. D4, D4 plus 5. Uh, so it's 8 damage. Okay. Second one, Ooh, that's a 19 plus 7, so 26. That hits. 1, D4 plus 5. So it's 6 plus my sneak attack. Uh, 10. Okay, uh, she goes down. She's done. I think it, I think it'd be one of those moments where, like, as as the blade goes into her, she would do like in Lord of the Rings, right? Like, pull the blade further in, um, as like a, a final screw you before she <laughs> collapses dead. Um, no. <laughs> I wouldn't like the spirit kind of like as it's leaving go into. The person that cast hex. Yeah, I get six. I get six temporary hit points from. I get six hit points from it. Oh, nice! That's really creepy. Her oh, dying. <laughs> that is creepy. <laughs> yeah. Um, sort of. Your soul is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Your life essence now belongs to me. Yeah, and I want to flavor that a little bit too by by having Ben feel. Like really angry, 
for let's say like 10 minutes like i just like i just like the i just like the idea of the emotions of the spirit sort of being imparted on you but just for a brief period of time i feel Um, her anger yeah um okay so we are out of initiative again another uh quick run through combat um what do you do you want to keep going down the stairs i head right towards the stairs Okay. After the guy who, after the other, after the hooded person. Okay. Uh, uh, Red said, Red just kind of like gives a heads up and points upstairs and goes, maybe Aggie's upstairs. What? Because somebody did yell for help. Uh, you hear a, a howling coming from down the stairs, like an animalistic howling. Oh, or maybe Aggie's over there. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good guess, though. <laughs> yeah, if yeah, it 50, 50 shot. if it wasn't if it wasn't one thirty seven in the morning, I would let was, you, I would let you explore this. So full speed down the steps. Okay, so uh, you go down the steps and uh, you see this this bizarre scene unfolding. So uh, there is. Um, from somewhere you're in this uh, big chamber um, and somewhere up above there there's sunlight coming in so there must be maybe another there has to be a crack somewhere 100 200 feet above you it's hard to say you see a tree a massive tree very old there are no leaves on it at all the bark is gone Um, the tree for all intents and purposes seems like it's dead Except that on every branch there are these neon pears, these bright green pears growing. Um, at the bottom of it, you see two. So there are there are four people in here all together. There is the the cloaked person who ran down ahead of you, and you see her whispering to this large um, human, uh, completely bald. His skin is. Uh, very pale, like his skin almost translucent. His armor is very heavy armor, but it, it seems so heavy, like it, it might be too heavy for him now. And he he slowly turns at you, and there is this this look of frustration on his face. The other two people in the room are are also humans who appear to be farmers who have they each have a basket, um, and they are they are gathering pears from off the ground. Okay. Ren just kind of like pulls up for a second and takes everything in and noticing the pears and this, this scene of these farmers uh, apparently having plucked all the pears and dude in the armor chances and looking all weird and stuff and Ren looks at Lug and he just says what if the pears are the treasure? Yeah, that's most likely it. <laughs> so you say this you say this out loud, right? Yeah. And so the, the the human in the armor uh, says to you, or says in response, the pears are indeed a, a treasure in, in a manner of speaking. The pears are access to all of the power that there is and ever could be. If you are speaking of more conventional treasure, I have some of that too. I'll add yours to the pile. You mother! No! No, 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 no. <laughs> We are not here to fight. I want peace. So, I wanted to be talking 
and deal with people in a rational manner. Now, if you don't want us here, we can leave. Use your words first. Which, you see a book just very, like, pissed off, almost, like, very mournful, that kill his own blood. Yeah. He, he says, how unusual a talking bugbear. I have never seen such a thing. What other tricks can it do? And he he he, he, ta- he takes a pear and he tosses it to Lug and he says, Catch, boy. Oh. Lug's just... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> he just slugs the pear. Make a All will right. check. <laughs> Make a will save. <laughs> wait, who? I want a will save from Lug. Okay. Seventeen. Okay. The, you know the pear would be delicious, but you're so angry right now that you're more angry than hungry. But you make he like a... not an animal. He's a member of our party. You make a note animal. like, when I'm done, I'm going to eat that pear so good. <laughs> and I start holding my hand up towards him and the guy in the hood. Mm-hmm. My anger's still right. The ang- I'm still feeling the anger within me, especially with them treating a respected member of our party as a mere animal. So, similar to when uh, when the the guy tossed the pair to, to Ren, and it just, Ren intentionally didn't catch it, uh, I feel like the same scene happens again with this one, only it probably hits Lug, like, in the head, <laughs> and just falls to the side. Um okay. And then uh, Ben uh, says what he what he says about um, uh, he's a member of our party, and the human says, um, "Of course he is. I mean, why? Nothing else has worked. So why not recruit a bugbear to be your muscle?" Okay, let's let's break that down. You're saying muscle as in, like, people are trying to attack you. So here we are, very peaceful. We're willing to work with you rationally. So maybe use your words. Maybe we can help each other out. Because I'd rather not fight. (laughs) I've already had to kill one of my blood today. I'd rather not kill any more. He says, uh, if you want to help me, you will eat the fruit... And you will help. You will help them deliver it to Oakhurst. And if you truly want to help, maybe you can take it farther than that. Okay. Why? Because, as your friend said, the pears really are the treasure, and the pears are the key to all of the power in the realm. Yeah. No, that doesn't solve a problem. It, We're trying to help you here. Is a problem solved here. You've said repeatedly for me to use my words, and now I tell you precisely what I need of you, and you deny you deny my request. How would you have me respond to this? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I may be still a little too emotional, but okay, you're wanting me to eat appear and deliver it. Apparently? Is that what he's asking? Yes, we we could take them with us back. We could take them back with us and show them to 
Omron and show him what the treasure truly is here at this location. Uh, and Ren just kind of speaks up and he goes, or we could put it directly in one of our bags and send it back with a note. Even yeah! We could! And, like... then, uh, <laughs> and then Ren says, uh, you know, but uh, and Ren's trying to like think about why now, why he actually has his job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's, uh, the act is gone because now, you know, they're about to get into a real fight and he's trying to keep his, his team alive. So uh-huh. uh, he just kind of steps forward a bit and he starts pacing and he, he looks at the guy in the armor and he says, what's your name? He says, my name is Belloc. Belloc. Hi, Belloc. We're representatives from a uh, far-reaching incorporation of sorts and we just want to spread our name and our good deeds and possibly maybe potentially line the pockets of our employer in the process now when you say that you need someone to deliver these pairs that would involve a monetary exchange right of course um and as you're saying this the the one that's got the cloak on is like uh has positioned themselves um behind uh Belloc um and is whispering to him. But you can't hear what they're saying. Um uh just wanna cover another thing. Is anyone in here named Aggie? <laughs> Do you wanna make a perception check? No like Lug is just asking, like, is there anyone in here named Aggie? Oh like, uh just so that way like we already have asked and one of the one of the farmers looks up and says that Aggie's over there, um, and she's uh, this is a a blue wormling tied up, chained up pretty heavily on the opposite side of the tree. So you wouldn't have seen it when you came down. Okay, just wanted to make sure. Okay. Yup. Thank you. Welcome. He says in like a sing song kind of way. Um, he tips his hat. He's got a big, the one's got a big straw hat on. Big tip. And he goes, goes back to putting the pears in the basket. Are there any pears on the, any pears still on the ground right now? Oh, yeah. Yep. There should be one near us. So. Yeah. Okay. I pick one up and toss it to Lug, say, here, put this in holding. I'm guessing, like, it's, you throw it and Lug pulls out the bag, so it just gets caught in there. Yep, the the, the stomach uh, takes it, and uh, there's, like, a, a pause for a second, because Balak is confused about what you just did, and Ren, you feel, like, a, a scritching sound coming from your satchel. Alright, so we're gonna check it out. Yeah, um, so in your, your documenter's satchel, in your bag, a note has appeared um, from the home office, and it, it just says, why did you send us this? And uh, Rand looks at it, <laughs> and this right on the back writes, because it might be a way to make money if we can sell it. Okay, uh, so you see on the, on the page, uh, like whoever is writing this to you, they're they're thinking about how to respond, so you see like several false starts. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
But like they yeah, make uh, part of a letter and then stop and like scratch it out and then um, all that all they write is vampire fruit question mark and then how <laughs> the vampire fruit got him <laughs> yeah I know if if Griff's camera was on <laughs> <laughs> got him oh actually his Skype just crashed oh oh no I got him for real you did um, so we'll we'll assume while he's reloading this that that Ren uh, communicates out loud that this is some kind of vampiric fruit, and when he says that, uh, Balak says, um, uh, "Indeed, this entire tree was once the final resting place of a of a vampire. I don't know what its name was." But as he walks towards, he walks around the tree and he he points to uh, one unusually shaped branch sticking out. And he says, many generations ago, vampire hunters, maybe they were from Oakhurst, who knows, pursued a vampire here and staked him on this tree. The stake grew into the tree and the vampire's essence became one with the tree. And it is through the fruit that this tree bears that we get access to all of the power in all of the realms. And so if you want to help me, you will eat this fruit, and you will carry its fruit, and you will carry its seeds far and wide. Well, why would we have to eat it and do that? Wouldn't it just be easier if we just take it? He would say, uh, easier, easier for you but not what I'm asking of you. I want all of the so power, the, not some ben of the power. A, ben gets a concerned look on his face knowing that Lug has already eaten the fruit once. <laughs> I was wondering what that's going to do to him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so it's, it's him, the person in the cloak. Yep. And the farmers. Yep. <laughs> And a tree. Yep. And Aggie is locked up uh, on the other side of the tree. Yep. All right. The per- other person inside the hood. Were we able to tell that that was another hobgoblin? You can't. You can't tell. The hood is. I mean, I can't do it with this hoodie, but it's a. It's a large hood. They're. They're veiled. So we don't know what it. Right. It actually is then. Right. All right. I want to, I'm going to, towards the person in the hood. I'm going to say something in Infernal just to see if I get a reaction. Okay, what are you, what are you going to say? Have some courage and drop your hood and show yourself. <laughs> they, they have been whispering to Balak and there's a pause and they can, as you, as you say what you say to them in Infernal and they whisper more and Balak turns to them and says, no, no. That's not necessary. And they whisper something else. Um, and they take a few steps back away from Balak. I'm going to cast Mage Hand and send the Mage Hand over and pull the hood down off so we can see exactly what it is. The um, top goblin or something else. Okay, they cast Counterspell. Counterspell work on a cantrip? 
it does. <laughs> In this case, it does. <laughs> In this case, it does. Yep. Um, it was worth a shot. Look <laughs> uh, on the bright side, you did burn one of their counter spells. Uh, let's see. Ren looks at Belloc and Belloc and says, "How much of that fruit have you eaten?" Over. He, he says, "What year is it?" We what? tell him the date. Uh, and so you say the date, and he he gets this like wistful look in his eyes, and he's he's like over five hundred years. Who could say? Jeez. Um, okay. Um, are the farmers still close? Yeah. Yep. They're just like dopily, like putting fruit in the basket. One of them might like stack it too high, and it kind of tumbles down, and then they start back up again. Renthal looks at the group, and he just says very plainly, "We we can't sell vampire fruit. No, we can't." I agree, but how we need. Something smart to get Ag away from the tree, and I don't know what, because I can't do the trick I did on the hobgoblin on the tree here. So that's out. With I'm out of ideas. I've tried it, nothing, and I'm all out. Well, and this is me talking in, in, out of character. What if somebody had fireball? <laughs> keep doing this until it works or until we're all dead. Well, if that's the way it goes, I'm with you. Uh, oh, you want me to set it fire an easy way? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah, so, so Rindal, okay, okay, so here we go. So, uh, Rindal looks at, uh, looks at Belloc and says, you know what we have to do, right? <laughs> He says, I do know what you have to do. I've told you, I don't understand. The dumb bugbear keeps telling me to use my words. And I've said now 18 times. Not the person in the hood. At that, uh, the, person, the, the person in the hood, they, they shake their head and... You see, so they they point in front of them, and a, a purple line appears, like a bead that goes across and down, and like this blackness fills the rectangle. They step through, and snaps away, okay. and they are gone. Yeah. All right. Um, door okay, I got a dumb idea. Mm-hmm. Okay, and are you okay? Do you understand what a Hail Mary is? Of course. Okay. When I go to try to Hail Mary Agnes, you guys go fire, I'll be running. (laughs) This feels like a Leroy Jenkins situation. (laughs) Leroy! Lug's just waiting for you guys to pull the trigger and he will... Okay. Ren looks at Lug and says, I hope this doesn't hurt you. Well, if it does, remember, tell the tale of luck. All right, shall um, I shall I ignite the tree? 
and uh, uh, Ren says, if you don't, I will. All right. And, like when you, they just get about too ready, Lux starts to run towards Agnes. I use my breath weapon and shoot fire at the tree. All right, so I'm not going to make you attack or roll for it, um, I should say, because it's a massive tree, and you you scorch it. The tree is so dry and so dead that it it does ignite. And does Lug get to Agnes before he can hurt them? Yeah. Yep. You're able to 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 both round. I mean, she's. She's chained up very good. Um, Wormling is pretty terrified by what's happening. Um, so you're going to need to to roll um, to try to break either break these chains free or get this lock picked um, or Can whatever. Can I just carry and then just run away? Because I just want to get her away from the fire. Uh, you can't because she's, she's stuck there. Yeah. You're going to have to break the chains. Yeah, break the chains, pick the lock. I mean, if you use your greatsword... On the chains, I don't think that's an unreasonable. I mean, really, it's a pretty epically fantasy kind of way to <laughs> make a save, right? Okay, let's go with oh a nineteen. Okay, and that's plus four. Yeah, so uh, in a fit of frustration, nothing has gone Lug's way tonight. <laughs> uh, brings the full force of this great sword down upon the chain. Uh, snaps it, the wormling immediately just bolts, um, getting away from the from the tree, first getting to safety and then giving like I imagine like a wet dog shake to try to like shake the chains loose and then is just is just running. The two farmers who have been picking up the pears are now themselves on fire but aren't aware of it. Does uh-huh. Luck have any movement to get away from the fire now? Let's pause there for a second because I want to see what everybody else is going to do. Okay. okay. Alright. So how far away is Lug from the tree and how far is ever is I, and how far is he from he and or the tree from me? <clears throat> so I'm going to say that I mean this is a mass of trees so like 15 feet in diameter. I think the fire breath went right through it in my mind. Okay. Just pierced it. Um, so it would have put him on the same side. So we'll say you're about 30 feet away from Lug right now. All right. I am going to cast Mage Hand and have it put in a position to try to protect him from any falling, br- burning branches that might be coming his way. Okay. At the very least, that can can deflect something. Okay. Yeah, it, it may not prevent, but it can at least knock him out of the way to give him a clearer shot to get out. Okay. Uh, that works. Um, what about Ren? Let's see here. Ren is... What's, uh, what's Belloc looking like? So you see him moving in slow motion. He has this this great sword, and he's he's trying to come at, at Ben, but he's struggling to even lift the sword up. Um, and, and like I had said, his armor... I mean, it's very intimidating armor, but he yeah. doesn't really seem... He's not like this mighty warrior anymore, right. and yeah. so like the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see here. And we Rand just lost. Is going to see that the tree is on fire and burn. Going to look at Balak, and then he is going to cast 
Firebolt at Bullock. Okay. Holy shit. That was a uh, 18. Okay. So that... Then, oh, go ahead. Uh, well, it's a 1d10. Okay. For uh, Where the hell's my damn... That hits. That'll hit and roll. Yeah. That's a 6 plus... Yeah, 6. Okay. This, this bolt hits him, and uh, he... He was already kind of like Indiana Jones in the last crusading, you know what I mean? A yeah. little bit. Um, and the fire accelerates that and he he turns and there's this this look of like genuine shock. Like this wasn't how this was supposed to go. And he's right. he is dusted. Um and I, I think like for flavor, like he's trying to bring the sword up and he, he vanishes but the armor still keeps turning, and then the armor like clatters down, and the sword drops. The uh, the farmers uh, who'd been picking up the pears like suddenly snap, uh, and they start screaming in this panic, like terrified, like they are on they are on fire. They have and they're freaking out. Okay, um, we're gonna do a. Uh... Ben would try to try would try to get at least a hold of one of them to try to get him out and try to pat him down to put the put out the flames on their clothes so they can get out. Okay. Um, yeah. So you're able to grab one of them. They uh, you're you're doing very much like the fire safety yeah kind of approach Stop right. Roll kind of thing. Yep. Yep. Um, they're very badly burned and and but I think shocked. I think this one shock is setting in quickly. Um, the other one is still on fire. Carlos's router crashed, so he's rebooting that. So we'll say that um, that Bing springs to action and does a similar approach um, and is able to put the the fire out on that one. But they they have both lost consciousness. They're they're both completely shocked. The one that I helped put out, I pick him up on my shoulders as I watch for Lug to make sure he gets out. Mm-hmm. Yep, their Lug is is charging out. The mage hand kind of following behind him. Um, a, a branch does fall, and the hand is able to just kind of guide it just enough. So there is that action scene kind of moment. Maybe Lug is running in slow motion on purpose <laughs> for, for added dramatic effect, um, and and probably I don't know rather like intentionally annoying Ben with it, but certainly <laughs> annoying Ben, certainly oh, annoying Ben oh, with it. Oh, really? <laughs> like, Let's go. Uh, chariots of fire. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just feel like just to add to that, Luck might, as running past the sword, picks it up and drags it along with it, just to make it even slower. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a, a mighty, mighty long sword that you've just gotten. Um, so you guys all uh, charge out as this tree is is disintegrating, coming back out into the. Uh, open, you see um, the goblins in a in a full panic, streaming out of the tower in like all kinds of disarray. And as they they come out into this main room, they are met with just a hail of arrows from murder holes <laughs> the kobolds <laughs> have established, and the goblins are just being laid to waste. But as you emerge in in all of the chaos. You see, uh, on the back of the wormling, 
<laughs> the mighty kobold queen, uh, short sword in hand, <laughs> and it is it is very much a George Washington kind of moment. <laughs> Where, there were there were so many times in the Revolutionary War where Washington the, the British had Washington dead to rights because he he wouldn't he wasn't a responsible general <laughs> and and the Cobalt Queen is very Washington Washingtonian in her own right charging across the battlefield to shepherd all of you to safety and the the goblins don't stand a chance and you have um, successfully found the treasure of of the Sunless Citadel. So, and after the mop-up is done, the Goblin Queen approaches you, still riding on the Wormling's back, and says to Ben directly, you have, yous have proven that the noble spirits of the dragons lives within you today. You may have the paltry treasures of these goblins' dogs, and you may <laughs> leave here in peace. We will take them... We will take them from your sight so that way they will not pollute and cloud your vi- your vision <clears throat> and leave any impurity other than the, than the pure nobleness of the co- the cobalt nation that you re- that you reign over here. And she she sees Lug like pulling this giant <laughs> sword behind him, and she says, "I see you have already captured one of them for your own servants." Yes, he will. <laughs> He will follow. He will. We will take him back with us to show our leaders the type of enemies that we have fought and con- and had conquest over. She Again, says, removing him from your sight, so that the impurity <laughs> of such a co- of such a creature will no longer pollute your eyes. <laughs> she says, "We appreciate your your respect for the dignities." Of our home. Lug, you... As you're pulling the sword behind you, you realize that um, the sword just feels... I mean, you've, you've had this great sword of your own, and it's a, it's a similar build, but this... I don't know, you're just feeling kind of, like, achy. You know? Oh, Like, yeah, just like, a little... Like just, yeah, like, probably just, like, as soon as, like, was safely away, just probably put it in the horde bag, because he figured... This is oh. Man. oh yeah, yeah. Um, certainly, home office would like to see this, but it's it's just that you feel I don't know. There's just like this ache about you. Like I don't know, man. You're just getting old, I guess. I don't know. Something about it. <laughs> certainly unrelated to the pair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that pair. Oh, yep. Uh, in terms, in terms of the treasure. That you were able to get out of there, um, well, we'll we'll just say that there's a lot <laughs> that, <laughs> that comes out, and we'll wrap it up there. Um, can I add just one little thing? Sure. Like, as Lug is passing by, like Agus, like we'll pull out like a little dagger to give to her. Okay. Yeah, she she takes it in her in her jaws. And uh, the Cobalt Queen, she gives you kind of a, a suspicious look. And then to Ben, she's like, uh, your servant's tribute is greatly appreciated. You've, there's, some, there's some hope to civilize this creature yet. And now we, shall we, do our, we shall do our best to do so. There is, there is 
hopefully get for such a creature. And that's where we wrap it up. (laughs) 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 All right. I'm going to stop the recording there. Thank you for playing, everybody. Hey, thank you. Thanks a lot. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun.